So it's Monday 31st of July 2023 and my next little mini podcast. I am sat on a moss-covered bench the uh, side of a marina wall overlooking the mouth of the river Tamar. Plymouth is 150 yards ahead of me in Devon and I'm in Cornwall in the little town of Tor Point. I got a flurry of little sailing boats in front of me moored on swinging moorings and to the left there are the three chain ferries which link Tor Point to Plymouth. They go at an average of 15 minutes uh, apart and it probably only takes about 15 minutes to go across. They must take about mm, 40 or 50 vehicles. Passengers go free. Vehicles are £2.60 the return journey. Just past the chain ferries is the nuclear submarine manufacturing base. Uh, To the right I see the Princess Yachts manufacturing base and right next to the Princess Yachts is a warship. It looks like it's American because there's an American flag at the back. It's got six helicopters at the back with their blades folded down. There's a tugboat at the front, a tugboat at the back and I'm guessing they may well be leaving. They came in a couple of days ago because I saw them arrive. Um, It's been an interesting week as far as walking the Nantes-Brest Canal goes. I haven't walked it, but what I have done is um, I followed it on Google Earth, which was quite a revelation really because, yeah, it was was quite a revelation because although obviously I haven't walked it, I did feel that I'd taken a journey. probably took me about two hours to do the whole journey. I zoomed in at various locks, I zoomed out for various bits which which seemed a little bit uninteresting and sped through the locks and sped through the the rivers. Um, But yeah it was interesting and I got an idea of the spacing of the locks where there are lock ladders where there's sort of a, a height elevation to go. I combined it with looking at other YouTube videos of barges on that canal. There's several French waterway um, websites which I got some good information from. I'm still reading Wendy Muse's book, guidebook for walking the Nantes-Brest Canal towpath. Um, Yeah, really interesting and I could write a short story or a small book about this journey I did on Google Earth and combine it with things that have happened in the past from my traveling life and I have been on a couple of canals and I have worked on a couple of canals so it all made a lot of sense and a story came to me very quickly including the missing persons including sort of reliving one's life story but the the canal is about 360 kilometers long there's 237 locks on it it links about I think it's six or seven rivers so the actual rivers have been canalised as well so they've got weirs and where the weirs are next to it is a lock so you jump up and down the rivers or you yeah you jump up or you jump down the 
actual canals linking the rivers are quite short so the rivers actually are the longest part of the journey and probably the most beautiful um, yeah they, they were built in the early part of the 1800s between about 1810 to 1842 1842 when it became fully navigable huge amount of work to, to do this um, quite a lot of the work was done by Spanish prisoners French prisoners the pay for the public who worked there was very low health and safety was very bad um, but yeah in about 1842 it opened up for business <clears throat> most of the big barges were about 26 meters long four and a half meters wide and when they were horse-drawn they could do about 25 kilometers a day in the 1890s when the canal was at its maximum sort of for industry they reckon there were about 800 boats plying their tried trade up and down it um, in the 1900s the early 1900s the railway system sadly uh, finally caught up and sort of made the canal transport system rather redundant and in 1920s they flooded the Blavet Valley um, to produce a dam and a lake to, to generate electricity so they actually cut the Brest Canal the Nantes Brest Canal in two and then over the years quite a lot of the, yacht, the lots have sort of degraded and it's nowhere near fully nav navigable now but it's been taken over by the tourist trade and uh, various bodies are, are adamant to try and get the whole system back up working again which would include the potential of a an elevated lock system that would um, lift it I th I, 129 meters is it 130 meters I think so it could bypass that uh, that lake um, what else what else have I got on my little notepad here um, well that's it really there's a lot more to the history of it uh, a lot more to the geography of it but I'm not going to go into that now this is just a little podcast to, to say although I haven't yet walked that walk I have followed the journey via the internet and last week I had sort of vaguely promised myself that I would get a book or something written not a book but a short story or a short book by this Thursday coming that is possible because I've completed the journey I can do it again no problem and uh, I have a, a pretty good idea of a story which is not true but not far off the truth could be true that I could get done and uh, yeah that's where we're at I didn't win last week's £25,000 on the Aspire competition but I've got five tickets for this week that's a about the 99p each so you know £4.95 is it I've spent and for five tickets I have a one in eight and a half thousand chance of winning so thank you for listening until next Monday and you'll get a another podcast if anything happens on Wednesday night and £25,000 is deposited in my bank account which would be hallelujah fantastic cheers <laughs>